Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs, passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind. Because you're changing the world, one mind at a time. Hello and welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast, episode 40, the podcast for coaches who are looking for more time and freedom in their businesses so they can keep on coaching. And hello, it is Gemma here with you today with our very special guest, Tina Murphy of Widow's Wallet. And thank you for being here today. Tell us who you are and what you do. So I am a life and money coach for widows who want to stop over shopping as a way to feel better so they can truly enjoy their chapter two, which is what we in the widow world call life after experiencing the loss of our spouse. Gotcha. Thank you so much for being here with us um, today. Um, First of all, could you tell us um, what it is you do and how or how it is that you support coaches? Yeah. So the thing about it, like I specifically work more with widows, um, but the truth is death is a part of the human experience. So my insight into grief and healing could be helpful for coaches to understand um, how to manage their own grief. Um, or even help out with clients who are also experiencing grief because there are a lot of misconceptions, myths about grief that people don't quite understand. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, we're very excited to have you here uh, today. And as you are, you know, a finance expert of course, we are here to discuss uh, managing and handling grief um, with mm-hmm. business. Um, yeah. So I guess, uh, where do we want to start today? Do we want to start with busting some of those grief myths? You tell me. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be good. I think that, um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions about grief. Um, so when I... Um, was I was a personal finance teacher for over 20 years. And one of the last few years I was there, one of my students, uh, a student committed suicide. And I had her friends at the year mark. And there were so many things that people were saying to them, like, it's been a year, you should get over it. So that is like the first myth that I want people to know, like there is no time limit to grief everyone grieves very differently. Um, and it's also going to depend on who the person is because like for me, um, when my grandmother passed away, like I've lost both my grand, all my grandparents, it didn't affect me the same way that it affected me, um, with my late husband. Um, so, you know, I'm never going to get over, which is method number two, that you just need to get over it. It's not something that I'm ever going to get over. It's something that's always going to be a part of me. And so it's important for us as coaches or as business owners to understand one on a personal level that um, if you've experienced grief, that 
you're not going to just get over it. <laughs> it's going to always be there to affect you. And then two, on like a client uh, side, you know, they might be experiencing a death and you're not quite understanding like, well, why is it bothering them so much? And that's because everyone experiences grief very differently. Um, I think one of the other, <laughs> my third biggest grief myths is that we want to say to people who are grieving, like, oh, they're in a better place. Or one of the things that I got told when my late husband passed away, I was like, oh, God needed another angel. Ah, like, I didn't need my husband to help me take care of my children, right? God, I felt like God has enough angels. I, I, I don't need my husband at all. He needs more angels. So the thing about that is people just stay, say stupid shit to you when you're grieving mm. because they think they're making you feel better. Mm. So if you are a person that likes to say those things to your clients or whatever, know that that's probably not going to be very helpful to them. And if you've had someone say something like that to them, to you, know that that's why it's not helpful because people are just trying to say that to make themselves feel better because the poor girl that told me that oh god needed another angel like she thought she was trying to make me feel better but didn't just really more pissed me off <laughs> but I had also because of that student that had committed suicide and I had experienced my her my students at the year mark you know having people say things to them and under not understanding why they weren't over it i was able to give people more grace and so that's another you know the more that i gave other people grace for it i just realized you don't get it you just don't get death and you know that's that's okay you're not everyone's going to get it so those are probably you know, but I think, you know, to help out, like, I think then what do you say to someone who says they just lost someone? Yeah. I think you say that sucks because truthfully it sucks. I mean, you can say, I'm sorry, but I don't know. That sometimes just makes it feel like it's about you as the person delivering it, but just acknowledging them more of like, that really sucks. I don't know. How does that feel to you, <laughs> to you when, because I know that you and I have had some discussions because you've had a relative pass away. Like, would yes. you rather have someone say, I'm sorry, or that really sucks? <sighs> yeah, that's a tough one. I think, I don't know. I, I like, yeah, it's interesting you bring up the stupid shit people say, because that's <laughs> That's been the worst part for me, but either or is, is fine. I, I think um, it's just more so a response. Sucks could sound a little bit not so compassionate, so maybe a, a deeper word for maybe that, you know, I'm sorry, that's terrible maybe. Yeah. I don't know, um, but that's that's me and my words. You know how you know how I am with my words. Oh, you are. I do. I do. But that yeah. acknowledgement of saying that is really shit. You know what I mean? Not to like 
say that it's not or just be like, oh, so yeah, that that sort of thing is definitely, I think, better to acknowledge that oh, clearly you're going through some shit-ass fucking times right now and I totally get that, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably better from my end. Yeah, and I think, but, and it's just like that. It's like everyone is going to respond to different things differently. Exactly. So yeah. like how something affects me, I mean, I guess because, to me, I just know that grief does suck. Like it does suck that you've lost your friend or yeah, your, someone close to you. Cause it really does suck. Like, yeah. And mm. you know, it, so that, I think that's why sometimes I'm just like, but I'm also like brutally honest with things too. I'm just like, I just give it to you straight. It well, sucks. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It, it's just shit. It's terrible. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's why we looked at doing this episode because we have done many episodes of navigating various things in business because we all still run our businesses and we all still do life, you know, and have life things happen. Um, Right. So I guess I sort of wanted to, you know, start to ask you some questions. And my main one is like, why am I having such a hard time remembering things? Like, just I don't know my brain is just mush that that to me because I'm you know like you I've lost all my grandparents and you know some family members aunties uncles older people um but never a a peer I guess if you want to you know so same as you with your husband it's very different yes for me you know I just don't even know what's happening or what I'm expecting but that's been my biggest thing what why can't I remember anything like what is going on there so in the widow world we call it widow fog Mm. but I would just really what it is it's grief fog Mm. and we've just kind of labeled it as our own kind of you know situation but yeah it's just fog because your brain is in shock Mm. you know like we, whether or not it's uh, a long-term illness or, which I know that was something that was going on with your situation or mine, where it was like complete, mine was sudden. My husband just suddenly uh, collapsed and passed away from a heart condition we didn't even know he had. So it was just like, whoa. So because death is so deep and personal, like it is hard for your brain to process it. Mm. I mean, I still remember like the day that I found out, like I couldn't see, like my brain was like, I I couldn't see my peripheral vision. Mm. So I know for me, like my brain went through some massive change. Um, And then if you're seeing someone suffer long-term, so again, I can't really speak on this. So you might be able, you know, to articulate this better. You know, you have been seeing your uh, relative go through the pain and suffering from a long period of time. So what, but it's still a shock when they do pass away. Yeah. It, yeah. it is yeah it's yeah I don't, I don't know I guess it just is never I, I think it's interesting because 
as a society of, of the people, um, mm-hmm. I think we, in, in our Western world, I guess, if that's what we call ourselves. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost like we, ne- we expect people won't die. Do, do you know what I mean? That yeah. we'll be here forever or on, on the planet living as, as how we live, you know, whereas in Eastern cultures and various other cultures that, you know, more so accepting of, of death or welcoming of, of death or mm. knowing, you know, that it is a part of life. So I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think no matter what it is, whether it's a long-term thing, a short-term thing, instant, it's, it's, it's just shit, you know, yeah. like. Yeah, and especially yeah. with medical care, there's always going to be that hope that yeah, someone will get better, or you know, you 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 just don't know. And then on the flip side of that, you never know what's happening inside someone's body either. Like you just, right. you yeah. know. So whether it's a long term thing or or a sudden shock, I I just think yeah, you're always going to have some kind of fog going on, you know. And then I think it it extends because then you sort of the instant thing is just a shit show. And then after that, you're like, Oh, but where is that person? What? Yeah. What do you mean they're not here? You know? Yeah. Well, and your brain is trying to like re understand like what Mm, just happened. Yes. Uh Like what, why aren't, what you mean? They're not here. Like they're not going to walk through that door again. tomorrow. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and I think that's, you know, as you mentioned about, um, and I think that's where it goes back to those myths that I was talking about at the beginning, like our West, you know, it's just like, come on, like move on. Like it's, it's time to go. Whereas like in other cultures, like we are more used to it. We do talk about it more. And I mean, even after my husband passed away and I was trying to talk to people about like life insurance or estate planning, you know, mm. who's going to do stuff. I mean, people don't want to talk about it. You know, like I found I'm that trying- really interesting too. Yeah. It's like, why don't people want to talk about this? It, it's, you know, it's a part of life. Like, mm-hmm. and people just run away from it. And I'm like, it doesn't, that doesn't feel right to me. It's really, really interesting to me. That's been my sort of biggest eye opener. And it's like, well, no wonder people are sort of saying things like, you know, move on or do this. It's like, really? You know, I found that really interesting. Yeah. I mean, and I think sometimes it's because also like this, I mean, grief is a very uncomfortable emotion. (laughs) sucks. right it sucks beyond words oh, it it's horrendous yeah i mean it hurts in every effing ounce of your body i know uh-huh i yeah. i couldn't believe how or i still can't believe how it the physical pain of an emotion i don't even mm-hmm. think that was possible yeah so i mean if we already know that it sucks in general. So that's why, again, we just want to avoid it. Like, uh, mm, no, that's true. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to talk about this because, you know, we're supposed to be happy all the time. Like, let's be happy. <laughs> but truth is life sometimes sucks. Yeah. And, and this is part of the suck. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. And um, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
Ugh. Here's that grief fog. Yeah. <laughs> I can't put two words together now. <laughs> well, and I think that, and this is something that you and I have talked about too, is that you do have to, as a business owner, um, you are going to need to pay attention to how you're treating yourself during this time mm-hmm. because your productivity is not going to be at the same level that it was before. So even if you're not a business owner and you're, you know, like I was a school teacher, I did not perform at the same level that I performed at when I, before my husband passed away. Now, I was still, I was, I'm impressed with how well I did because I knew my content and I taught high school. So they were, you know, I wasn't having them like, you know, wrangle, wrangle them up like I would kindergartners or something. But, you know, there were days where I didn't get out of bed. There were days that uh, certain class times, I just start busting out crying in the middle of class. But there were still times where I could still go in and teach. And I was like, okay, I've done this enough that I can um, pull something out my butt and I can figure it out (laughs) and I'm good, right? And I taught a decent lesson, but it was definitely not at the level that I was used to doing. So I think that you are gonna have to give yourself grace and really pay attention to how you treat yourself during this time. And also understanding that not everyone's going to understand your grief. Mm. Like most people got the fact that my 40 year old husband passed away and they were all like, holy shit, that is pretty tragic. But if you're being affected by a death that maybe others aren't judging as tragic, it can still be a big deal to you and other people may not be giving you as much, you know, grace as what they might, they might've given me, but you still need to give yourself grace because it's still affecting you very differently. Yeah. Right. Isn't that interesting? People are judging the tragicness of one's death to one's person wow yeah yeah right that makes sense um yeah well I I guess yeah what 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 sort of tips would you have with um you know managing I guess grief and and our self-care whilst running our business you know giving ourselves that grace period and and knowing our productivity is going to be lower um how do we sort of handle all of that especially coming from let's say someone like myself mm-hmm. <laughs> and many a business owner who are high productivity people yeah you know, so it, it yeah it's just that's again been the most interesting thing for me so I guess what what are your yeah tips of handling that like the lower productivity being okay with it and the self-care like what's tell me <laughs> Well, I I mean, I think it's going to vary from people to people. Like, I mean, you're, you've always been very highly active, right? So you can go and do yoga 
poses that most people, even when they're <laughs> in their normal state, would not be able to do, right? So exercise is um, like a big deal. Um, it is, your body does need to find some ways to do it. Um, because I was not as fit as Gemma, when my husband passed away, I was doing things like that were low impact. Um, you know, like I would swim, mm. um, because that was moving my muscles mm -hmm. in a way that wasn't like running, which is like a hard impact. Um, and even getting like massages and stuff are good, but also know that those can also be very painful because you are storing up a lot of emotions in your body. So again, like doing that, you know, resting as much as you can. Um, it, and also unbelieving the societal belief that it's just going to get over it, like, but there's a time limit to it there's not there's not a time limit to this which oh that sucks too because you're like am I gonna be this fucking miserable forever because this shit sucks you know but depending on the grief you know I mean I I don't expect in a year you're just gonna be like rainbows and butterflies and everything's okay mm. I mean it's going to be a while and I know that's maybe not helpful but I think it's also the truth because when we hear the phrase like time heals all wounds, uh, well, then you expect time to make it go away and it doesn't That's go interesting. away. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I guess, um, yeah, the main thing from that is to don't, I guess, don't try and expect anything from it. You know, if you're having a, I don't know, happy day, great. If you're having a shit one, sure, you know, but I guess don't expect that, oh, by this time, everything will be rainbows and daisies. Or, you know, I, I think that's probably the most important thing, especially if during that time you are giving yourself grace and doing all of that. Just know that you're doing a pretty damn good job if you're still running a business and looking after kids and doing all of the other things as well oh, as yeah. dealing with what's going on, you know, um, with emotional and physical pain, you know, yeah. like for me to have that shoulder injury not too long after, you know, you know exactly. what I mean? Like you, you ju you're just like, oh, that's totally built up emotional pain, isn't it? Like you kind of just know what's going on there. Um, but Another thing I wanted to ask you is that I'm like finding myself just sitting in front of the TV, just staring at it endlessly. Like, well, what's that about? <laughs> well, I, you know, one of the things that we have to do is also give us ourselves grace because grief is such a big emotion. And, you know, in because you and I are both life coaches and we talk about you know processing an emotion and how important it is, which it definitely is. Um, you know, dealing with our emotions instead of turning to unhealthy habits is important. Yet at the beginning, your brain needs a break. 
your brain cannot process all of the grief at one time. It is massive. So sometimes you just are mentally done. It's just like, I mean, it's the same as when you have like a, you know, a massive launch in your business or something, you know, like a big sale and you just like, put all of your energy in it. And at the end, you're just exhausted. Well, instead of this, it's like your energy is zapped. Like, it's just like this, this event has just pulled all of your emotion out of it. And you're just going to have to rest. And that's okay. So if you find yourself doing things like watching a lot of TV, it's just a mental break. I mean, I need, I did that a lot. Like I laid around a lot and just watched at that point, it was House of Cards on Netflix because <laughs> it wasn't a lovey ooey gooey uh, romance. <laughs> so um, that's just, uh, that's what I needed. I just yeah. needed a break from it all. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. if you are doing things like excessively spending or excessively, you know, drinking, then those, and not that excessive Netflixing can't hurt you down the road, but there's other things that can start happening too, you know, like you can become in debt or you can become, you know, mm -hmm. addicted to the alcohol. Like that's another, you know, you do want to be careful with those particular kinds of numbing, avoiding techniques from coping mechanisms for your grief. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Well, we're getting close to uh, wrapping up. Um, but before we do, uh, tell yes. us where can our listeners find you if they need your help? So I am um, on Instagram. I have um, a website and all of my handles are Widow's Wallet on any of the platforms. Um, Instagram, Facebook um website so yeah perfect so i love it where you can find me awesome i'm sure i'm sure you'll help be helping a lot of people um and what's uh before we finish up what is what's your i guess final final thought key takeaways for our listeners our biggest the biggest tip you could possibly leave us with what have you what have you got for us so I would say that your goal should just be to um, come to acceptance when it comes to grief, mm -hmm. um, because grief is not, again, not something you get over. Uh, it's not something like, I mean, my husband has been gone for nine years. It's not something that I'm like, whoa you know or I'm also not like totally devastated from I've just learned to accept it as it is and you know there are gonna always be times where I'm still get upset about him being gone I mean my son's gonna be graduating high school this year and sucks that he's not gonna be there but I accept that I that it's not fair and I accept that that's just what it is. It is what it is. So, um, yeah. So no matter where you are in your grieving process, you know, being kind to yourself, working towards acceptance is 
the biggest thing that'll help you in uh, dealing with this process. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, thank you so much for being here today. Um, it's probably one of the quietest episodes we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> A little even calmer voice, topic. Right? Yeah. Even my voice is sort of calmed out. Um, so that's interesting. But thank you so much for being here and for sharing that with our listeners. Uh, I know it would help a lot, a lot of people, especially as we were saying earlier, so many people just won't talk about it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you. And have an awesome week, everyone else. Changing the world one mind at a time. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach, then check out our website, www.freedomtocoach.com.au. Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.